the Spartan Mind Strength Podcast, the podcast for mental grit and resilience. Hosted by V. Binga and Tim Ganley. Hello, this is Tim. And this is V. And we welcome you to another episode of the Spartan Mind Strength Podcast. And this episode is part of a series yes. of... The good, the bad, and the ugly of yoga poses. And so we're going to talk a little bit about the bad and possibly ugly. And then we'll talk a little bit about the good of and this Or one. great. Yes. <laughs> Stay tuned. We'll be right back. And we're back. But first, did you subscribe? Did you like? Did you follow? Did you share? Leave did, a review. Did you leave a comments? Yes. <laughs> it's always <laughs> fun to get I, comments. I know. Very interesting comments sometimes. But we are now in like 40 different countries. Oh, yeah. It's like unbelievable. It's unbelievable who actually listens to us and comments about us. Exactly. And it's unbelievable that they do actually listen to us. <laughs> <laughs> so... Uh, we're talking about some poses. Yes. And in the first part of this, we talked about uh, where the poses sort of came from. Yes. And the second one, we talked about... Fish and uh, the alternatives. Yes. And now we're here with two of my favorite ones. But before we talk about our favorite of the favorite ones, Warrior One, which is a joke, uh, tell me. Who's this sponsoring this? Yoga Energy School, the best teacher training, and one of the oldest studios in Florida. And uh, you can still get your Yoga Alliance 200 and 300 hours through them privately, online, and even have three months of mentorship afterwards. You still have time. Not but much time. Not much time, exactly. But, oh, yes, by the time this is out. There's there not going to be that much time. Not that much time. So we're now talking about Warrior One. Oh, yes. Warrior One, Warrior One, which I consider pretty much one of the most useless poses in the world. Uh, to start with... I consider it detrimental, but... It is detrimental. And uh, But uh, first off, what, what's the name of it? In Sanskrit. Oh, Virabhadrasana. <laughs> Virabhadrasana 1. Be, because that, was, that comes from uh, Virabhadra and Asana. Mm. Asana pose. And supposedly Virabhadra was uh, a warrior that uh, was created by Shiva's Sweet. hair or something. I like Shiva. I love Shiva. So, so... And so this isn't about Shiva. This oh, no, is about absolutely. Warrior One. Yeah. Because this pose is a fairly new pose. Yes. It's it's not it's less than 125 years old. Yes. It wasn't part of the asanas for the yogi. Yes. So we're not talking like this is oh five thousand years old. We're talking this is less than 125 years exactly. old. Exactly. So it's it was created mainly as a pose in a circus. Yes. In a performance. Yeah. So it looks pretty. Yeah. I'm, I'm not saying it's not a pretty pose. It's a very pretty pose. But it's also pretty useless. Yes. If it's not done for being pretty. 
there is there is no benefits no to it. there are absolutely no benefits to it and it's actually detrimental you it said. is detrimental and yes. tell me why it's detrimental well actually there are two main levels of the pose being detrimental for for those who have who have flexible hips in the sense of the bones of their hip joints allow them to move quite a bit the uh, the the annoyance of it the detriment of it is gonna come from what happens to the front knee okay because if they are able to get into the stance that this pose requires. Because it has a lot of rules. Exactly, exactly. Because it was, a, it was part of a, a picture. Exactly, exactly. So of course it has rules. So if you are able to conform to the rules, if your hips allow you to conform to the rules about the hip position and the leg position, then you're gonna feel the impact sooner or later on your front knee. If, however, your hips do not allow you to get into the uh, picture and you are forcing the hips to get into the picture, the detriment sooner or later is gonna be on the hip joints themselves and possibly it's a matter of time the low back and uh, the detriment comes from compression of the bones so it's going to be micro fractures yes and there are supposed to be we've been told by some yes, big name yoga teachers exactly that there's a lot of older time yoga teachers with yes. uh, hairline fractures in their head. Exactly. But they won't tell you that of, because they lose money. Of course, of course. And also, you know, it is personal. It is it is emotional and mental. I mean, the disappointment that they are probably realizing from something that they blindly believed in for decades yes. is huge. So a lot of times... They would follow Iyengar all over the place, oh, yes. or Patabi Joyce all oh. over the place, and all of a sudden now they can't do a lot of things. Exactly. All of a sudden, the person that you were worshipping, that you had put on a pedestal for whatever reason, uh, is proven to be wrong, to be hurting you. So it's hard to admit, you know. Yeah. So it could be... Uh, <laughs> Your ego? <laughs> it could, yes. One, one or the other way, it's a form of ego. And also the the other detriment that we mentioned, like and or lower back as well, uh, is gonna is kind of a, a minor say. Well, it follows <laughs> it yes. follows the hips because of the arms up, mm -hmm. and also a lot of times for a prettier picture, interlacing the fingers. And sticking uh, one finger and up, steeple up. pose. Steeple pose, exactly. Uh, and so. that really pulls on the back. Exactly. So especially in today's world, oh yeah, uh, 125 years after it was <laughs> created, we use computers. Yeah. Uh, we to start with, we weren't in a uh, performance. Yes. We weren't going around India showing off because it was created as, not I don't like this term show off because it was created for a great reason yes uh, but uh, it then was sold to a lot of people 
as a enlightenment pose. Exactly. exactly. Uh, in fact, some of the books say that uh, practicing warrior one is great for all of your vata pita kapha. Oh, the doshas. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah. It also aligns all your chakras. Yeah, well, it cl uh, they claim that it's good for your uh, uh, vata and uh, kapha, yeah. and probably pita as well. But vata, because of balancing, they say it creates a solid foundation. Uh, because and there's so many other things <laughs> that create a solid foundation. Exactly. And actually, you don't want to go around telling people, hey, you got a solid foundation. <laughs> Might get punched for that one. <laughs> well, uh, as, as a school, uh, you know, teaching in class, hey, everybody, Warrior One, great, you got a solid foundation there. <laughs> well, I would take it as a huge compliment, uh -huh. but I'm different. <laughs> so, so I want to go to reading the book, or uh, reading the page from uh, the weird one. The, the Yoga Therapy, the yeah. International so, Association of Yoga yeah, Therapies. Because they're the, the worst. Yes, uh, yes, actually they are And scary. they cost the most. Yes. So if you want to spend a lot of money to get no knowledge, this is the perfect place. Detrimental knowledge. Okay, yes, I'll, I'll go with that even better. So it says that the benefits of it develops flexibility in the hips and shoulders as it enhances stability. Yes, wow. It tones the abdominal organs. How the hell <laughs> do you know that your abdominal organs are being toned? Because most of these people don't go to, there's no studies no. medically no. showing this. No, no, absolutely, positively not. And if there is, I would love to see them. Because right now I haven't heard any science saying that their abdominal must or their abdominals have been toned their organs i'm sorry their organs yeah. man i got a six pack on my liver <laughs> so and then it says it also teaches us to face life with an open heart directly and honestly what yeah. bullshit you yeah. want to face life you walk toward it you don't go in a pose to face life something going at you you don't jump into warrior one it is, uh, to me, it is so, and for, for most people, actually, that I've talked with about that, it is so uncomfortable, in a, in a, and it's not because, oh, it requires strength, because holding plank pose for two minutes is uncomfortable, yep. right? And it creates strength. But it creates strength, and you have, you have so many modifications you can do. But this one is so, it's uncomfortable in a way that you cannot do anything about because it has to do so much with the shape of your bones, what you came to this world with. So what it actually does is it makes the student feel inadequate. Oh, I'm not good enough to do this. I can't be a warrior. Yep. Right? It's so... And, and I want to just take this a little bit into the body language. Yes. So because yep. body language is something that I look at a lot when we're teaching poses. Yes. I know you look at more of the muscular things. I look at body language, what it tells to your body yep. and how it affects your mind. Mm -hmm. And that is science. Mm -hmm. Totally. Uh, and uh, 
doing warrior one is actually not a warrior stance. It doesn't create strength. It doesn't create that ability to move forward. In fact, it actually closes you up. Yes. And it is it, it does the reverse. So it actually creates you into a imprisoned type individual. Yep. It's almost as bad as Tadasana with your feet together. Yep. Saying mountain, that you're, mountain yeah. Mountain pose. Saying that you're as strong together. as a mountain. No, you're not. You're as no. weak. Yeah. Uh, so the, so a mountain has a big solid foundation. Yes. <laughs> a mountain pose with the feet together does not no. have a solid foundation. No. Uh, so it's one of those things that Warrior One or Hero One or Viravinyasana One, yeah, all of those, uh, they don't create a strong mind. It no. doesn't create the ability to directly and honestly go forward. In fact, no, it's lying I, to you when you're doing it. Exactly. So now going into the contraindications, it says those with knee, hip, and low back pain or high blood pressure, heart disease, or history of stroke should begin with modifications. So that's, that is almost everybody in the United States. Exactly. So here's a pose that gives you fake beliefs and the counterindications are so many people, and in a group training class, because that's what you are, you're a group, group trainer, Yep. Uh, you can't make sure that everybody in the class, that you know that everyone doesn't have these issues. Exactly. And how to modify each person. The class would take three hours just to do this pose. That's probably why Angar only did a couple <laughs> poses. But it was, it's almost useless, and you can really hurt people in this one. Exactly. And also, the, modi the only modifications I've seen in the, uh, those other uh, yoga books are, instead of the arms up, bring them to the heart center. Yeah. That, doesn't, that doesn't help much. No, no. it <laughs> so. doesn't help much at all. So, it, I would say it's good, bad, and ugly. It would be a pretty pose, so it's not ugly. Mm -hmm. It definitely is an extremely bad pose because there's so many different things and there's nothing good about it at all. But what pose would you do instead of that pose in your series? We'll talk about it when we come right back. Stay tuned. Do you like what you hear? The Spartan Mind Strength Podcast is available on Apple Podcasts and all other popular podcast destinations. Please subscribe today and consider leaving us a rating and review. It helps us spread the word and help others find our content. Don't forget to leave a comment and any questions you may have. Tim and V would love to hear from you. So we're back. And you were just getting ready to tell us your main pose instead of Warrior One, which can do a lot of damage to a lot of different people. But this next pose, tell me. Crescent Warrior. So Crescent Warrior is what? Crescent Warrior is basically a lunge. All you have to do that's different from warrior one all you have to do is take the back heel off the floor instead of having the back foot completely flat on the floor and the hips this way and everything and everything all you do 
is take the back foot of the back heel off the floor and have the toes on the floor and make the foot facing straight. And a lot of people already know what a lunge is. Exactly. So all it you, is it, is a It's lunge. a lot easier to explain. It's yes. a lot safer to people. Exactly. And there's so many different modifications. And yes. I know that you even use that one in uh, your yin as oh, yeah. a, the final yin pose. Yes. Because it actually does what? Oh, the fascia reboot. Yep. Yep. The fascia reboot lunges. Yeah. And that's that's a huge one because it actually assists all your fascia. Exactly. Fascia. But uh, so so tell me more about Crescent. Well, the reason that Crescent Warrior is so powerful, so beneficial is because what it does is it actually it's completely functional in your everyday walking or even running or something if you need to move, f uh, move faster around, yeah. exactly even if you need to go over a puddle yep. right so it's a very functional exactly where warrior one is there's nothing functional about it exactly exactly and uh you can uh, you can adjust you uh, if say if somebody can't hold it for too long or they don't even have the ability to do that to have the back knee off the floor you can set the back knee on the floor and it can also be used in a flow exactly it can yeah it can use it in, in static you can use it static it's huge it's you can huge. use it flow yes you can use a lot of modifications Drop the knee to the ground. You can put hands to heart center. You can bring your arms exactly. straight up in the air. You don't you can have separate to your hands. lunge as deep. You yep. don't have to have the front thigh parallel to the floor and all that stuff. You can use it incrementally in so many ways. And yeah. it, it's one of those poses that uh, pretty much everyone, actually not pretty much, everyone at the studio yes. did it. Everyone. Did some form of it. Exactly. 37 people, 37 ways of do the crescent, of uh, practicing the crescent warrior and hugely benefiting from it. Hugely benefiting. And it does because just that simple modification, the back foot shifts the effort from the joints that you can't control to the muscles, to the strength that you can control. You can develop stronger butt. You can develop stronger legs. You can develop balance. And stronger feet. Even. And stronger feet, yes. You can develop focus. You have control over all of this, but you can't change the shape of your bones you so, can strengthen the bones yep. through strengthening the muscles yep. so warrior one also and going into body language mm -hmm. warrior one is very uh negative toward a positive brain yes. where crescent is very positive toward your brain exactly it puts you almost in the victory exactly the arms if the arms go up in the air you're in victory yes. chest is going forward that is moving you toward life. Exactly, exactly. 
and you can even open the chest more if you want by doing a tiny back bend yep. or even there. clasping your hands behind your back exactly opens the chest exactly. so there's a lot of little things that you can tweak with that pose where you can't do with warrior one yeah uh warrior one looks pretty yeah i'll go with that but they're really i think crescent warrior looks way prettier i, but I, I do too but uh <laughs> so it but you can also flow it yes. into so many yeah. different movements yeah so like for you, you use Crescent Warrior into... Uh, Shiva. Shiva. The balancing, one-legged yep. balancing pose, yes. You use Crescent Warrior into... Warrior 2. You use Crescent Warrior into pulsating. Yes, oh, the lunge, yeah. Yep. What, oh, what yeah, else? Pulsating. Uh, crescent tees. Yep. The twists. Yep. So there's all these different ways. Actually, it's almost unlimited what you can do uh, with Crescent Warrior. You can Warrior. even do Crescent Warrior into three. Yep. And we actually did, we considered Crescent Warrior more of a... Uh, transitional, transitional yep. pose. So it can fit in almost any part of your practice yes. of teaching. Yeah. It's a pose that can bounce in at the beginning of the course. It can go in halfway through. It can even go near the end when everybody's on the ground. You can come into a crescent Absolutely. in some types of the flows. Absolutely. Right when they think they are done, just before the <clears throat> breath work. Yep. Yeah, that, that's actually really dirty. But I know, but I love doing that. I, though. Yes, I know. Everybody thought they were getting ready for breath work, I and know. all of a sudden they're doing a full sun salutation and into crescents. Yes, yeah. And uh, the crescent warriors have, have so many benefits in terms of strength and also mobility. What I love about them is that you can monitor your progress with them. Mm -hmm. You can monitor how your balance is getting better. You can monitor how your butt is getting stronger. You have control over all of that. And then you, you, don't, you, you don't feel strong enough for some reason or whatever, you are tired or anything, modify. Put the knee on the floor. Don't, during the lunges, don't bring the knee as low during the pulsating. Yep. Pulsating crescent. Don't bring the knee as low. Do a little bit uh, smaller range. You can decide on all of this with, without, without risking compression, your yes. bones, without yep. risking damaging your bones. Excellent. So anything else you want to say about Warrior One being useless and Crescent being fabulous? Yeah, I have one more thing. Go ahead. Uh, you can't practice. It's harder to practice Warrior One without a mat <laughs> because, because part of the description in most classes of Warrior One is you have to have your hips parallel to the mat. Oh, yes. Yep. <laughs> and you have to have the back foot, the back heel, fully aligned with the front heel and all that stuff. So there is so much even stupid overhead there. That's <laughs> and they and I also, real quick, is that you see everybody in class when they're teaching this mm -hmm. pose, 
everybody has to modify. So you, oh, yeah. you're wasting all this time for a pose that's useless. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Economy of action, mm-hmm. you know. Bringing out your Greek in a, you, huh? Eco- economy of action. Economy of action and words. And since we are talking about economy of words, <laughs> until next time, much, much love from both of us. Namaste kala. May we all be well, adapt, and thrive. If you found today's show helpful, please give us a rating, a review, or both. And subscribe to the podcast and never miss an episode. As always, namaste kala, which in Greek means, may we all be well. This program, Copyright True Fitness Incorporated, all rights reserved.